Welcome to the Bear Ash Podcast. I'm Manny. And I'm Chase. And normally we are uh, smoking cigars, talking about them, killing time, wasting your time, and reviewing the cigars, and also reading and reviewing cigar reviews, because a lot of them suck and are stupid and don't make any sense, and we think they're hilarious. That's correct. I would normally, like to point out, Chase, right, normally we're doing that. Today, a little change of pace. We have our pipes. We're going to be mm-hmm. piping it up, hitting the pipe, if you will. And, and I would I like will. to first apologize. Chase, I sounded so rude to you last time. <laughs> I sounded like such a mean person on the podcast. I went through and I was one of our, what, eight listeners? <laughs> I think one of our <laughs> that ten. listened to the show. And when I re-listened to it, not only did I laugh at all the jokes that I didn't hear when you were actually saying them, I realized I sound like a real jerk. And I never actually thanked you for the cigar that you were so generous to have gifted me. Yeah, well, you probably didn't thank me. It was just probably in sarcasm. But you're welcome. Oh, yeah, when I said, like, yeah, no, I take it back. Yeah, well, you're welcome, and I forgive you. I just figure I'll just get back no, at I you. I said I take it back. Oh, all right, then never mind. <laughs> all right, all is good in the world. All right, well, tune in for uh, next time. <laughs> oh. So, um, you were saying, you know, oh, my lips hurt. Oh, ow, my throat hurts from smoking all these cigars, Manny. Can we do something a little more mild? Maybe smoke a pipe? I was like, sure, Chase, if that's what you need. Uh, if you need a break, if, you know, you're not feeling quite as manly and you want to smoke a pipe to, uh, for the podcast, that sounds fine. That's great. I support you. Is that is that really what it sounded like? Yeah, uh, pretty close. I feel like I probably should no longer be a co-host of this show. If that's what you sound like. <laughs> yeah, although that could be entertaining. <laughs> but, um, uh, so yeah, we have our pipes. We and do. Yeah, we were you discussing and I cigars and what cigar we we're going to smoke. And if I if I'm not mistaken, I believe you're the one that brought up smoking pipes. But I thought it was a great idea. Yeah, I don't remember who did. To be fair, you know, anyone could get the credit mm. um, for the great idea. But yeah, um, I have a bunch of pipe tobacco. Um, I have a bunch of pipes. I make pipes. I like pipes. But they are very different from cigars. Yes, they are. So I have, so right now I have a Peterson, it, let me see, it's called a Peterson, so that's the brand of the pipe, Deerstalker, which is one of seven collector's pipes in the Sherlock Holmes classic collection from Peterson Pipes. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I do make pipes. Not, I mean, not very often, but I do make really good pipes, if I do say so myself. Uh, but I also, uh, I also that. You like do smoking. Make very good pipes. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we could insert like an applause button or a cheer button. If well, we really, I'm just, giving you, I'm just giving you compliments. That way, when you do sound like a jerk to me later on, it just makes you seem that much worse. <laughs> How's that sound? Hey. Excuse you. So, uh,. I really do like smoking um, just a well-made pipe in Peterson. You know, although although a lot of their process is not considered "quote unquote" handmade in some of their pipes in in the line that I can afford, I like smoking them. So the Peterson Deerstalker, it's pretty big. It's what they refer to as a bent Rhodesian, I believe. Yeah. Um, that just means it has kind of like a like a 
a ridge under the top of the bowl and then a line along that ridge. It has a silver band and it has what they call a P-lip stem, mm. which has the hole in the, the, the airway hole in the top of the stem so the smoke hits the roof of your mouth rather than directly back towards the back of your tongue and throat. And Mandy, that's patented by Peterson, correct? Yeah, yep, that's why it's Try called. Try saying the that 10 times fast. What? Patent? Patent by Peterson, patent by Peterson, patent by Peterson. Patent Peterson Peelip. Patent Peterson Peelip. <laughs> well done, well done. I feel like you've practiced that. Uh, yeah, so what do you got? Uh, well, I chose out of my collection of pipes. Um, I'm actually smoking a pipe made by a American pipe maker uh, whose name is Mark Balkovec. Unfortunately, he currently is not making any pipes. Um, and I don't think there's a reason publicly known for it. But he used to make probably a ton of pipes. Kid. Used to post on, yeah, probably. <laughs> used to post that's on my Facebook quite a bit. Um, of the pipes he was making. And I mean, he was cranking out pipes, like new pipes every day. And then all of a sudden he just disappeared. But uh, I, when trying to explore some other pipe makers, not that I needed to, because the majority of my pipes that I often smoke are ones that are made by you, Manny. But uh, I didn't yeah, want to get into a couple. and gifted to you. Yeah, and gifted or traded. I, pur I purchased one, traded one, gifted the other. Just for the record. I think you also took a wreck, uh, uh, what do you call it, a discarded piece of wood from my shop <laughs> and turn it into some kind of monstrosity? Uh, I did, and I feel like that I could have been blamed for purposely sabotaging that, considering I'm the one that so messed that you it could up take in the it home with place. you. Yeah. Yep. yeah, it's like a dented soup can. Yeah, yep. Yeah, but uh, so anyways, I am smoking a Mark Balkovec pipe. He made a line... His pipes typically run anywhere from 350 to 650 a pipe. Um, Damn! Yes, sir. But he did make a line called the Killer B, um, in which he did um, this sitter that I'm currently smoking. Um, he also made a Devil Ants, or what's known as the Devil Ants. Um, and then uh, he also made... Uh, trying to remember I want to say it was a bent billiard all in what he called the killer B um, and he uh, he made these at an affordable price so I want to say they were like $150 each and I think I got mine on sale on Black Friday he had them up for $100 a few years back so yeah so it gave me an opportunity to kind of which I think was probably his plan was to give people an opportunity to get into his pipes at a cheap cost to hopefully bring them in for the more pricier pipes Killer B Gold 60 Platinum. Hmm. What are you? Uh, what did you choose to smoke in your pipe, Manny? All right. So the tobacco. We're gonna get into this in a second. You know, for all those folks out there that shouldn't be listening to this. Um, and I'll. Hey, you know what? We should say this up front. I welcome the hate reviews. Hmm. Don't be shy and don't hold back. <laughs> if someone is dumb enough to review our podcast, it deserves to be read, and it deserves. We deserve to be insulted. Well, and let's just be honest. <clears throat> There's going to be people, and when I say people, everyone, who's going to listen to us, and at some point in the first two minutes, we'll decide that we are idiots. Yeah. And we welcome that feedback. 
Yeah, speak your mind. Don't just close out the show. Let us know we're idiots. I appreciate mm-hmm. that. Yeah, that way we can improve, um, mainly. Oh, that's not my call. Well, I mean, improve our content. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Oh. Um, so, pipe tobaccos. Let me start off by saying, if you don't know, there are generally three styles or types of pipe tobacco. There's what they call aromatic, and those usually, as the name would suggest, smell terrific. Um, They do not always taste quite like they smell. It's going to taste like tobacco, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, but the flavor varies. Uh, But aromatic, you know, smells really great. Um, Then there's English tobacco, Mm. which is what I refer to as, like, kind of like dank, funky smelling sometimes tobacco. Um, that's almost more like a cigar, but even still not quite, it's different. Then there's the Virginia tobaccos, which are like, um, I call fancy cigarette tobacco, which it really, that's what it is. I mean, it's, it's good tobacco. It's just plain in flavor, but there's different ways that they ferment it and cure it that can give it different qualities. There's really dark ones like Burleys, like really strong tobaccos. And then there's like a Virginia flake. Which that's would be that would be like a fancy cigarette tobacco. Yeah. So I tend to prefer aromatics. Um, and I have what, which one did I pick? Oh, shout out to Dewey Ave Smoke Shop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they actually do have probably the best <clears throat> pipe tobacco selection I've come across. I'm yeah. not even joking. They're great. Outside of, you know what? Rival two, if not better than Barclay Rex. Mm, wow. In New York City. That's impressive. Um, yeah, man. Dewey Ave has had blends for a long time. Uh, they're their own. They fought to keep them. New York has been crazy with taxing, uh, you know, the heck out of if you have your own blend even. not You don't even have to produce the tobacco. If you're selling your own blend, there's some crazy it's i want to say it's like fourteen thousand dollars like wait 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 time out let's go back a second you're telling me that if you purchase tobacco as a retailer you're paying taxes as a distributor either way you're paying taxes on that tobacco and then if you want to make up your own blend like as the owner of that business you then have to pay an additional fee (laughs) Yeah. If so you if you mix just want to mix the stuff that you already pay taxes on, you have to then pay another fee. Yeah, that's New mm. York. Yep. Yeah. So they've been dealing with that. I just kind wanted of to make sure that was clear. They're, yeah. No, I mean that's that's just scratching the surface as far as the uh, lack of reasoning when it comes to uh, legislation in New York State. Yeah. Um. And taxation. But yes, so they fought hard to keep their lines, and they have a lot of their own original lines still. Um, at least in our area, within like 100 miles, it's the only place worth going to. Yeah. I know there's, and I'm sorry, I don't mean to throw any hate. You know, we got a, we got probably a ton of listeners from the Buffalo area, <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. Um, and it was Tim West, right? Oh, no, he's out of Ohio. <laughs> Um, there's a pipe shop. I forget the guy, the gentleman. I have been there before. Um, he had some interesting um, calendars hanging up in his store. Mm. Um, but uh, he sells pipe tobacco, too, of his own blends in Buffalo. Anyway, so long story short, I picked rum maple. 
Mmm, delicious. Delish. Delicious. I think I actually a couple times prior to moving up to the New York area a few years back um, have tried a couple tobaccos from Dewey Ave. And I do have to say, everything I've had there, well, everything I've chosen there um, has been delicious. And I do miss Dewey Ave, although, shout out to my spot, like always, Old Virginia Tobacco Company here in Virginia, um, has a pretty good selection. I mean, not the same amount, not, not the same, like, I feel like Dewey Ave, you walk in and they've got like, I mean, what would you say, like 40 different tobaccos on the wall? At least oh, they did, yeah. I feel like. To where, oh, no, there's still a ton, yeah. Yeah, to where here, I mean, you probably have like a choice of like 25. So, I mean, it's still a lot. But, uh, and honestly, it's not like I was going through every, you know, however many tobaccos they have there. But, uh, yeah, so I often just buy my tobacco from Old Virginia, and I chose what is called a Almondine. So it has a little bit of like a almondy, a little bit of amaretto flavor to it. Definitely aromatic. Oh, are you uh, pairing it with anything? I am. Um, I'm pairing it with a little proper 12. <laughs> you like that McGregor whiskey. <laughs> yeah, you know what I, why I like it? And this is going to sound funny. I like it because you're it racist. Does, that doesn't make any sense. Against everyone but Irishmen. Go ahead. Yeah, against all the other whiskey makers. Yeah. Uh, anyways, back on topic. Um, I like it because it doesn't taste like an Irish whiskey. Okay. I tried it. I liked it. It was just really light in flavor. Yeah, very light in flavor. Very vanilla-y. I feel like there's a lot of vanilla flavor in it. Um, it doesn't have as much of a bite as what I'm used to. It's not as bitter as what I'm used to with a couple of the Irish whiskeys that I've had. So, yeah, it's enjoyable. It's the kind of thing I can drink to where it's not overpowering with a pipe. Yeah, pipe, I don't usually think of what I'm going to pair with it. You mm -hmm. know, a pipe is much less of an occasion than a cigar. Except for tonight. Because, well, that's true. Yeah. Usually <laughs> yeah. it's much, much less of an occasion because it yeah. smokes... A lot. It doesn't take as long usually to go through an average size bowl. Mm -hmm. uh, the tobacco is way cheaper per mm -hmm. smoke, even though the pipes can be pretty expensive. Yeah. Um, so it's just something like, yeah, I kind of light up. I don't feel bad if I can only take a couple puffs and put it down. Yeah. It's typical to have to relight it while I'm smoking it. Um, that happens a bunch. Mm -hmm. I remember getting into, uh, let's see, pipe making. Because I realized in college I couldn't afford the kind of pipe I wanted. The kind of pipe I wanted was one that would be, you know, handmade and all that. Yeah. And um, I was tired of buying, like, this the drugstore, you know, $10, $15 pipe tobaccos. I felt like it was a waste. I felt like I had really good pipe tobacco, and um, it just wasn't good. No, that, all the, uh... I would always get condensation, always bubbling in there, and all that spit with the gross coming in your mouth mm -hmm. so i so um i uh, anyway dripping, i decided to make one so i ordered the, uh, a kit mouthpiece yeah <laughs> <clears throat> so i decided to get a kit from tim west um shout out to tim west i'm sure he's listening yeah someday maybe and um you know it came with a stem fitted and it was great i i thought though that you could whittle it with a knife and i was very <laughs> mistaken i learned the hard way 
briar burl, which is the the wood that they use, the root burl of briar um, from the Mediterranean area, was so hard you cannot you can't just whittle it down. So I ended up buying like a cheap Dremel tool and all these filing bits. And years and years and years later, I have a shop with all the tools. But yeah, briar's hard to work with, and yeah, that's how I started making pipes because there's no way I could pay four hundred dollars for a pipe, but I really wanted one. Mm-hmm. I think it's important to mention, though, that you don't have to spend hundreds of dollars to get into a pipe if you're currently not into one. Um, I mean, you can go into a local smoke shop that does sell pipes and pipe tobacco. And honestly, you could purchase a briar pipe anywhere from, I mean, at Dewey Ave, I've seen some for $15. Um, I think the cheapest that they have. I think have, you own one that you paid $15 for. I, I do, yes. Um, <laughs> I do own one. And it's actually one of my favorite little uh, working pipes. <laughs> It's like you don't even know it's in your mouth. It's tiny, and I don't care what happens to it. Um, so, yeah. So, anyways, you can also, like I know at Old Virginia, I think the cheapest one they sell there is like $35. So, you can get into, uh, I'm not too sure anymore about, like, I know CVS more recently in the past Hey, while years. you're talking, I'm going to grab a beer. Hey, go for it. Um, but I know CVS. Hey, it's good to know that Manny will be a part of this conversation and we'll know how to... How to um, continue the conversation when he gets back, considering he's not going to know what I just talked about. But anyways, um, one of the things that uh, that I used to do is to buy—I don't even remember the name, um, doctor or something. But anyways, at a CVS, at um, Walgreens, Rite Aid, places like that, you used to be able to buy like a pipe for like fifteen bucks. And it was a briarwood pipe, machine-made briarwood pipe. But uh, I doubt that you can find this as much anymore now that I know CVS has cracked down on selling tobacco. And I'm sure that the other ones will be, uh, will be following after. Okay, what I'm back. is I know all you of me. that ruckus? What's going on? Hi. Hey, Manny. Welcome to the show. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Took a leak, too. Well, you missed the conversation so, uh, I was having you... with the listeners. Um, so, pipe stems can be made of acrylic, vulcanite, or ebonite, and bakelite. What a segue that was. You like that? I did like that, yeah. Um, so anyway, I was going to talk about materials of pipes. So this one that I'm smoking is briar. Yeah. Um, I have a lot of Meerschaum pipes. Um, my Uncle Bob, shout out to Uncle Bob, um, Boom. enjoys gifting me antique meerschaum pipes which are really cool and still yeah. smoke really well you've got some pretty cool ones um don't you have one yeah, that's like the shape of I, a fox or a fox's face or there's some really like yeah, artistic that's ones technically you have. <clears throat> it, you, so it's a horn shape so it's like a, a slight curve to it and i think that is what is it what is it called when it's the device that holds either a cigar or a cigarette i forget the term I'm drawing a blank. Whatever that is, it's meant to hold like a cigar or cigarette. And, yeah, it's this really, really small, ornately carved hunting scene um, of a fox hunting scene. It's really cool. And I've I've smoked out of it. I put a little cigar in there I got from Dewey F. Nice. Yeah, you um, find some cool stuff. I believe you're the only one of us that owns a Morta pipe. Wait, you don't have, you don't have one of those for yourself? No, I still have one for Ooh. sale at Dewey Ave, and I could go get it if I... It's a Devil Ants. Ooh, um, I feel very privileged. A Devil Ants and Morta. It's a really nice one. I could go get it. 
I think that you should pick it up and then we can swap pipes. Tell you what, if no one buys it by Christmas, you know? Yeah, get pick I'll it up. Just gift yourself. it to myself. Yeah, well, if you Same want to exchange, as mine has a little bit of wear, if you remember what happened to it. Uh, the warranty's not that good. Oh, no. Warranty doesn't cover um, sitting in a <laughs> ashtray oh, full right. of water for three days. So, yeah, let me. So, ch- so everyone who's listening, please don't. So, but anyway, to all of you, Chase uh, <laughs> called me one day and said that he uh, went outside on the porch and realized that it had been raining, that someone in his household had placed his uh, very valuable, I will say, Morta mm-hmm. Devil Ants, and I can explain what that is. It's a shape of a pipe from the History Channel series. I believe it's History Channel. Uh, yes, it the is. Hatfield of McCoys. Mm-hmm. So the character... Uh, Devil Ants Hatfield has this pipe, Kevin Costner, so it's kind of become an iconic thing. It's a short, cutty nose warmer, if you know your pipe shapes. So someone had placed your Morta Devil Ants in an ashtray outside, whereupon it rained, mm-hmm. and it had been stewing in the ash water mm-hmm. overnight. Yep. No, no, not overnight. We all know how gross ash water it is. Was, I'm estimating it was about three days. Dude, it was saturated. Mm-hmm. So, so if, you brought if it inside. I was able to share a picture here, I would show you a picture. Although I don't know if I still have it. But anyways, I went to pull it, it out by the well stem. Doesn't translate well audio. Well, I'll describe it then. I went to pull it out of the ashtray by the stem, and the stem came out, and the pipe was just still in there because it was so swollen Ugh. and plumped up full of water. Um, and I remember when I called you, I think I was a little panicked, uh, thinking that, that I'd so ruined sad. my favorite best pipe. Um, and yeah, Manny's recommendation was to just put it aside and let it just slowly like dry out and see what would happen. You didn't want to dry out too fast or else you could crack it. And, uh, so I did. Cause I just we thought about it. putting it in rice. Yeah. We thought about that. Blow drying it, smoking it right there. And then <laughs> <laughs> I believe that was disgusting. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. Like kind of like a final goodbye. <laughs> so I settled on, it could crack. Especially if you dry it out too quickly. Mm-hmm. I thought for sure that your mortise, where the stem fits into the uh, shank yeah. of the pipe itself, I thought that that would be forever like gaped out and yeah. the, the, the tenon would no longer fit in there. Yeah. It would just be too loose. Yeah, I do have to say it is a little bit loose, but I think, I think we'd probably fix that. Like, especially, like, if it's a nice warm day, it's fine. But if I, if I pull that thing out and, like, right now, if I were to smoke it, it's probably 36 degrees. It would probably be pretty loose right now. But, I oh, mean, yeah. considering what that thing looked like, I mean, the shank on that pipe was, I mean, it was, it was cocked all over the place. <laughs> you know, since we're not following any order of discussion, I think that's a good thing to point out is that if you do store your pipe either in a cold or a very dry environment over time, no matter what, it will loosen up and not be as tight of a fit yep <clears throat> that is true chase yes manny how's your I'm still here wait yeah. which pipe tobacco did you pick almondine 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 how is it um it's delicious what is that noise um i've actually already smoked through one whole bowl so so you're packing another one yeah i'm packing another bowl i lit it before we actually started this so <laughs> I was just slightly impatient. 
Uh, but no, the Almondine is good. Um, this tobacco runs, I want to say, like 375. Is it every ounce? Too? I mean, maybe I shouldn't have spoke because I clearly... $3.75. Um, but I, I, I think it sold in increments of two ounces. Um, but anyways, uh, it's delicious. I love it. This is probably one of my go-tos after they have another one called Checkmate, which I would probably compare to what you get at Dewey Ave known as Her Favorite. Oh, her favorite is also my favorite. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like, what, four bucks an ounce? Yeah, I don't care. I don't look at the prices. Yeah. I'll just buy just it because I know that's probably six or seven, eight bowls worth for $4. Yep. Are there Definitely any, uh, like, manufacturer-made or sold tobaccos that you prefer? Or are you more like going with something like something from Dewey Ave? Oh no, I like those too, like the like tins of tobaccos. Mm -hmm. I'm looking at one now that I was kind of bummed. Uh, looks like I did not keep it stored properly, so it's pretty dried out. Yeah. This is oh, <laughs> this is funny. Drew Estate. Ooh, surprise, surprise. Harvest on Hudson, um, and I'm a big fan of Suge tobaccos and uh, Stokeby tobaccos. Mm. Did you know, we might have had this conversation at one point, but did you know that uh, a feller, a little fellow that we like to follow, um, who's a pipe maker, I believe, in Tennessee, named Grant Batson, was at one point, I don't know if he still does, um, but was at one point hired by Drew Estate to help them with their tobacco sales and also with pipes as well. So I think that he actually, oh, I don't yeah. think he made pipes for them. Once again, I think maybe I'm just speaking out of turn. But, uh, but anyways, he was hired um, as like a pipe designer, possibly, for them. I don't know that they ever made pipes. I don't remember that. But uh, he also if was I remember correctly. for blend. I don't know if it was for blends or to pick blends or what it was. Maybe they just gave him a bunch of yeah, tobacco. Yeah, I think he was heading up like, their pipe tobacco line in some way. Yeah. Yeah. So congratulations, Grant Batson. Sorry yeah. if you lost that job now, though. I don't know. I don't well, that's know. why he's... Uh, that's why he's building that big old barn. I don't know if you've seen that recently on Facebook. So, yeah, Chase uh, stalks Grant Batson, mm -hmm. and, uh, as we all do. Yeah. And um, I definitely stalk a few pipe makers out there that I'm a fan of. Uh, uh, was it Jay Allen Pipes? Yeah. Um, he's awesome. Stefan Mueller out of Germany. Um who is it? Uh, Armand Trout. Was it Nathan Armand Trout? Suge. There's terrific pipe makers. It's really mm -hmm. kind of a cool thing, too. There's a pipe makers forum. That's how I got started, um, just like learning the basics. And then from there, you kind of learn just the mechanics and physics of not only how to make a really pretty pipe, but learning the traditional shapes and then how to make one smoke well. So there's a lot mm -hmm. that goes into the internals of a pipe that people don't often appreciate unless you're forced to make it or figure it out yourself. Um, like just making sure there are no gaps where there's going to be extra areas for condensation to accumulate. Everything fits tight, snug, perfect. Um, there's a lot that goes into the internals of a good pipe, even though it looks simple on the outside. <clears throat> so Chase, yes, speaking man. of looking simple on the outside. Yeah, thank you. Once again, <laughs> I guess you're going to have to owe me another apology next episode, huh? I'll take it back, I'm sure. <laughs> I have some trivia for you. Yes. Now, I hope you know 
Honestly, I hope you know most of these, but I don't know if you know all of them. I probably won't know a lot of them. I don't like to be put in the spot. Okay, well then this is perfect for you. Um, <laughs> let me quiz you about... Now, Now, are you by any chance uh, in front of a computer or something where you're going to Google the answers to these, to these questions that I'm about to ask you? What's, I mean, obviously, yes, I'm in front of a computer, but I will not Google the answers to the questions. All right, I'll take you on your word. Siri? All right, pipe shapes. How well do you know your pipe shapes? Siri, how well do I know my pipe shapes? <laughs> um, yeah, I know some pipe shapes. Okay. What is... If you can describe it, a Dublin. A Dublin... A Dublin in my mind is similar to a billiard, but if I'm not mistaken, there's something about the, you're going to correct me on this, mouthpiece, bit, what would you call it, stem? Oh, oh, there we go, no. stem. You're so close. Where I it's like a saddle stem? No. No. No? Uh, you're right. I thought you were going to get it. A Dublin. It's bent. not about the stem. No. <sighs> Let me finish. <laughs> what was the prize? What did I lose? <laughs> I'm not done. A handmade I have a lot pipe more from Emmervera Pipes, wasn't it? So wait, a Dublin is very closely related to the billiard. Yes. Or for a second I was like, is he reading this? But the bowl is wider at the top of the bowl and tapers down. Always? Curved Dublins. Yeah, that's a Dublin. So it kind of flares up. Uh, let me see. The one you bought me is technically a Dublin, the Church Warden Dublin. Oh, it right. was a slight, oh another thing I purchased and gifted to you, huh? <laughs> yes. <clears throat> if we're keeping track, yes, you are a better we friend are. to me than I am to you. <laughs> we are. Uh, um, uh, so, yeah, okay, next. What is a Lovat? Pipe. Ooh, a low vat. Uh, now I'm kind of saying this based on what it sounds like in my head, <clears throat> so I don't know if that helps. But I imagine like that it has. Vat? I imagine that it has quite the bend to it. Is that correct? That's all. That's all I got, man. Oh man, I know these are hard. I'm picking obscure terms, but okay. So a billiard is a straightforward pipe. It's actually not quite ninety degrees. It's usually a little more than ninety degrees, but you know, um, slightly contoured, straight stem, straight shank, and almost looking straight bowl. So it's similar to a billiard, but a low vat has a longer shank than the billiard. And has a saddle mouthpiece. Oh. You can get lovats that have really long shanks, <clears throat> um, kind of like a, also a Canadian would be considered kind of like a billiard with a really long shank. Well, clearly this website's not giving Last correct one. information. Last one. <laughs> See how much of a tobacco expert you are. An oompal. Ooh, Oom Paul. O O M Paul. Oom Paul. 
I feel like this one of those big old bent ones with the big old giant opening to the uh, bowl. <clears throat> nope, that's incorrect. Wait, what's a big old giant opening to the bowl? I don't know, man. I, you're asking the wrong well, guy. Look, I love pipes. I enjoy them. But I'm no, I think not you got it. The Oompah. No, you got it. The Oompah is just like a really severely bent one. Oh, so there you go. It's like a really steep angle. It's kind of hard to drill, actually. Oh, yeah? Okay, lastly, Church Warden. Oh, well, come on. So... I don't know if this is specific to a church warden, but I think church wardens, don't they typically have a slightly smaller bowl, but just a very long stem? Typically, it's a small shank yep. on the actual pipe itself with a long stem. <clears throat> yeah, like all those nerds that watch Lord of the Rings and want to get those long-stemmed pipes or long-shanked pipes, that's a church warden. Look, easy, man. Okay? Just take and it, it easy. Kind of, and it doesn't matter what shape of the bowl is at the end of a church warden. It's just a church warden. You can have a church warden Dublin, like the one you got me. You can have a church warden apple, which is like a little rounded uh, bowl or stumble. You can have a church warden billiard, a church warden Rhodesian, whatever. Interesting, huh? It is interesting. Do you know why uh, the church wardens were originally designed and created? Uh, so that people could smoke in church? Uh, apparently, that's true. <laughs> I, read a, I read an article Wait, once saying that people who there's were... There's no uh, more details to the answer than that? No, it, it literally was that people wanted to... People who were pipe smokers uh, smoked in church, and like, apparently some churches started to recommend that people did not smoke in the church. Um, so with a long stem, they could hide it? So with a long stem, you could sit by the window... And apparently the smoke went out the window. I, I, I don't know. That, that, I read a, that's what I read about the history of the church warden when I purchased you that church warden. <clears throat> I'm going to look this up right now because that, that story sounds full of holes. <laughs> yeah, well, like a pipe. Oh, oh, like Swiss cheese. So, hey, I know that this is going like way back, like probably like 15 minutes back. But we were talking about <clears throat> some pipe tobaccos, and I had asked you about By the tins. way, long stems, long shanks are only designed to give a cooler smoke, but go on. Well, my story is way better. It is. That's why I bring mine to church every Sunday. <laughs> yep. But uh, anyways, um, we were talking about some tins and some tobaccos, and I was going to mention, because you had made a comment earlier that oftentimes the tobacco doesn't taste quite as strong as it smells. I would say that is true, except for, you've had Cherry Bomb, right? CAO's Cherry Bomb? Mm-hmm. I feel like most cherry-flavored tobaccos, especially the Cherry Bomb, taste exactly like it smells. And it is freaking delicious. It's a CAO pipe tobacco? It is a CAO pipe tobacco. <clears throat> Um, it actually, my wife will very occasionally have a cigar with me. Very, very occasional. Like the last one that she probably had was like a year or two ago. Um, but if I have, and she'll okay, very occasionally, once again, smoke a pipe. Um, but if I have cherry bomb, almost any time she smells cherry bomb, she'll come out and be like, can I have that? 
Really? Yeah. So it's just that, I mean, this really, really sweet. Actually, CAO made it in the form of little cigarillos. I think they made a couple different sized cigars, actually, out of the same blend. Um, and I have not tried it, but I asked, there's a gentleman who works at the shop I frequent, and I asked him what he thought about it. And he was just like, uh, yeah, great pipe tobacco, but the worst tasting cigar I've ever had. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. So, yeah. And I don't know if that's because it's... Actually, one thing, this is not pertaining to what we're talking about, really. But uh, I had just heard the reason why flavored cigars lose their favor, flavor rather quickly is because when they're flavored, when the tobacco is flavored, um, it will... It gets coated pretty much, like the, whether it's the tobacco itself, whether it's the wrapper, there's a coating on it. And most of the time that coating is put on in the process of like they'll heat it up and then put and then spray it onto the leaf. Mm -hmm. um, and if you light up a cigar that is a flavored cigar, uh, oftentimes you'll get like a third of the way through the cigar and that flavoring will start to just completely disappear. And sometimes people might think, oh, well, my, yeah, I'm just getting used to it. I'm getting used to that flavor. But you would notice in something like an infused cigar that doesn't happen. You get the flavor all the way through because uh, it's not, it doesn't have anything to do with the heat. So when you're lighting up a, a flavored cigar and it heats up, it kind of dissipates the flavoring that's on it. So anyways, that being said, I could imagine that CAO, when making the Cherry Bomb cigars, probably used some pretty crummy tobacco. <laughs> and then you probably end up with just the taste, taste of the crummy tobacco after that. Like intense cherry flavor wears off. <clears throat> so, so, how do you like that for rant? That's uh, that's great. I like hey, cherry tobacco. Stick that in your pipe and smoke it, right? Uh, yes. So, I have some funny questions for you. Mm hmm. In addition to our trivia. So, wait, wait, wait. Did Actually, I win anything for getting one out of like five? No, correct? you have some more. You have some more opportunities. Oh, all right. Thank you. I was All hoping right. I could redeem myself. What is the definition of cake for pipe smokers? My guess would be the buildup of, what would that be, carbon on the inside of your pipe? I wish I had an applause button, yes. Oh. All right. What is the button? The button would be the piece at the very tip of the stem uh, that you put in your mouth. Alright. It was a very sophisticated answer, wasn't it? <clears throat> I mean, that is the answer. <laughs> what is the stummel? Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, hold on. The stummel is the part where the um, shank and the bowl meet. Did you just look that up? No, I just remembered it from my days in your um, shop. Yeah, it's <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, it's the like the body of the actual pipe, like the wood part and the material part. All right. What about? Well, you know all those chamfer. The chamfer. Chamfer. Hmm. I know it has something to do with the drilled out part inside the shank. But I don't know what part. Hmm. Final answer? Yeah, I don't know. 
right. Well, a chamfer <laughs> is just something you put like on the edge of any hole or transition, which is just an yeah, angled I mean, that's edge. That's basically what I said. So, like a chamfering bit in a drill, like, and you should know this because you're in construction, but if you drill the hole, it has straight 90 degree wall at the entrance of the hole. If you chamfer it, it puts like an angle on the entrance to the hole. On a pipe in the tobacco chamber, it helps, whether it's curved or a straight angle, to have a chamfer on the top of the tobacco chamber where the pipe tobacco is actually burning to prevent your lighter and the, back, and the tobacco from burning through a sharp corner. Hmm. Over time, lighting it, you'll, if you have a, a straight 90-degree corner, if it's a well-used pipe, you'll burn through that and it'll chip away. If you have a chamfer, it will uh, aid in packing and aid in burning and then aid in the life of the pipe. That's good to know, considering go. I'm looking at my pipe that I'm currently smoking. It does not have a chamfer. Sorry, cham. I'm very particular with my chamfers. Yeah. Hmm. Um, all right, I got some more questions for you. Yeah. <clears throat> You've been doing good so far. Hey, I'm doing my best. I just, okay, now, this yeah. is these, these questions were auto-propagated on Google hmm. when searching our cigars and then it finished the question <laughs> uh, one of the questions says verbatim is cigars worse than <laughs> sorry is cigars worse than cigarettes would you like to hear the automated answer Wait, is this a question for me or are you just going to tell me the answers I guess I could tell you it but you can guess you could tell me the real answer. The real answer? I would say yes. Do you think cigars are worse than cigarettes? Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Better than cigarettes. So, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on my A game tonight. Well, I'm, I'm get, just saying this is what people... 12. Yeah, people should not listen to Not get further. some more. I mean, I, I have it uh, I was just saying... I was just saying if, uh, if you search for this, this is the answer that you'll get. Yeah. Despite what you might have heard, cigar smoking isn't safer than cigarette smoking, even if you don't intentionally inhale the oh, smoke. Gosh. Like cigarette smoking, cigar smoking exposes you to nicotine. Oh. Cigars, like cigarettes, contain nicotine, the substance that can lead to tobacco dependence. Here's a question. Wait, 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 wait. If wait, you wait, type wait, wait, in. Wait, wait, wait. There's nothing more to be said there. No, wait. So they're saying nicotine is the worst part of cigarettes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, but nicotine gum is okay to use. Oh, nicorette's fine. Yeah. All right, hold on. Next question: Is one cigar a week bad for you? Well, would you like to give you the real answer first before you read the their answer? What's the real answer? No. All right. Well, let's see what Google's answer is. Is one cigar a week bad for you? Answer. The risk of heart and lung diseases was higher among men who smoked five or more cigars a day with heavier smokers one and a half times more likely to develop heart disease and more than twice as likely to develop lung ailments than non-smokers. So wait, wait. What was the initial that question? Has nothing to do, that has nothing to do with the question. <laughs> 
when smoking 20,000 cigars a week. <laughs> Thank you, Five Google. a day? Of course. Get out of here. It was not right, the question, next question. I was asked. This is funny, too. Will, one, will smoking one cigar hurt you? Chase, what's your answer? <laughs> My answer? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> hurt your wallet. Yep. So, the, so uh, clearly, I mean, the correct, honestly, a doctor should say no. Yeah. One cigar? What, are you going to develop cancer? I've had several doctors right. that have told me I don't need to cut back on smoking. <laughs> well, okay, so this one says, will one cigar hurt you? The chemicals in tobacco smoke reach your lungs quickly every time you inhale, causing damage immediately. U.S. Surgeon General <laughs> Regina M. Benjamin said in releasing the report, inhaling even the smallest amount of tobacco smoke can damage your DNA, which can lead to cancer. Dun, dun, dun. So that's the answer. You're wrong. To one cigar your whole life? One cigar can damage your DNA and give you cancer. Can you, be, can you imagine being, I don't know if this is a man or a woman, uh, Regina. Or is it Regina? I'm pretty sure it's Regina. Oh. I can imagine that they probably do not live a very joyful life. Oh, no. Regina M... <laughs> or, I'm sorry. Regina M. Benjamin, U.S. Surgeon General. <laughs> no. You Let's go party, guys. I've got my bubbles. <laughs> Who's coming over? Surgeon General's partying with us. <laughs> Don't worry. We've put cushions on all the corners. <laughs> oh. Only seltzer water tonight. <laughs> <clears throat> all right. This is an interesting question. What's the oldest cigar brand? Hmm. Oldest cigar brand. Usually when someone repeats the question, they're lying. <laughs> or they're trying to think of the but answer. I suppose that doesn't apply. Uh, I don't know. I, I want to say I, I, it's probably a brand that we typically aren't smoking now. Is it oldest uh, that's still in existence? I have one in my humidor. You have one in your humidor? Yep. Is it an Upman? <gasps> You totally redeemed yourself. Oh, yes. H. Upman Cigars were founded in 1844. Wow. The company is named for founder Herman Upman. Today, they're made in Cuba and in the Dominican Republic and are distributed by the U.S. and... Oh, in the U.S. by Al Altadis. Who, who cares? I don't know what that is. <laughs> anyway, H. Upman. Nice. I mean, congratulations, man! You passed. What did I win? Besides that saliva that just built up in my pipe that I just sucked up. See, so you should have been smoking an M Rivera pipe, not yeah. a Balcovec pipe. Well, I do have to say, almondine is still delicious in liquid form. Huh? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, is there anything even? I, I mean, I finished my pipe a little bit ago, uh, and that's one thing. I think that. 
pipes are much, like I said, much less of a session than cigars. Yeah. Because you burn through it and, you know, honestly, even if it's a large size bowl, for me, 30 minutes, 20 minutes. Um, so if you got a bunch laying around, that's great. If you pack a bowl too much, you get all that condensation, though. Mm-hmm. you got to let your pipe dry out in between mm-hmm. smokes. Yeah, it is recommended to have a couple, if you're going to be a regular pipe smoker, to have a couple different pipes in your rotation and give, yeah, for, like, for instance, if I smoke this pipe today and decide I'm going to smoke a pipe tomorrow, I will choose a different pipe and let this one rest. Now, I don't typically even like to, like, I pack this one tight uh, twice tonight. And I typically would just pack another pipe. But I am stationary here at the laptop. Um, so, uh, yeah, so anyways, good to have a couple in your rotation. One thing I do love about pipes, you mentioned about it being a shorter smoke. Um, I feel like wintertime, I often smoke more pipe than I do cigar. Um, mainly because, I mean, you can spend five minutes on it or you can spend an hour, you know, depending on how much time you have or how long you want. Another great thing for me for pipes is that I could smoke this pipe and then an hour from now, at least the taste in my mouth is pretty much gone. I might still smell like smoke, obviously, but it's not quite like a cigar to where you have that, what's known as a cigar hangover the next morning where you wake up and you can be like, oh yeah, I had that cigar last night. <clears throat> so it doesn't stick with you as long the, as a cigar would. The biggest positive to smoking a pipe is that most people with a brain don't mind the smell of pipes. Mm-hmm. Especially if it's an aromatic. They like the smell. So like people don't complain. Pipe tobacco, I, I have to hear about it from my wife. If I smell like it, I have to hear about it. Pipe tobacco or uh, cigar? She'll be like, cigar. I'm sorry, uh, cigar. Mm-hmm. Um. But uh, so yeah, cigar stinky pipe. Everyone loves the smell of pipe. Yep. Yep. Agreed. I do have actually a couple of uh, a couple of, actually two guys that live in my neighborhood here <clears throat> that I've seen in the morning. One of which dresses in like through their window. No, like walking the neighborhood, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. So one guy I've seen. It could be seven o'clock Changing. in the morning. It could be seven Getting o'clock at night. Shower. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Um, but he, uh, he'll be walking his dog and they, I mean, I've seen him as early as like seven in the morning smoking his pipe. You just watch him. <laughs> no, I'm just like, as I'm driving through my neighborhood, Manny. Um, the other one is there's a dude who walks kind of two blocks from me that I've seen like in the afternoon when I pick up my kids and sometimes in the morning. And typically he is, you know, he's a slightly overweight gentleman, um, and he is always in gym clothes, like gym shorts. Like he looks like he's going for a run, but he's just like walking down the road smoking his pipe. And I always wonder, does his wife think he's on a run? <laughs> <laughs> Comes back all sweaty. You've way. seen that dude at like 6.30 in the morning, like just walking in gym shorts. Like, it, like not just gym, like it looks like he's like dressed to go for a jog and he's just smoking his pipe. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so I kind of feel like many occasions you can just pull out a pipe and spend just a little bit of time on it if you want. You know, maybe it's just me, but I feel like pipe smokers are going away. It's it's not as common as it used to be. I ran into a pipe smoker <clears throat> um, when I was hunting. I went over to the, neighbor's cab or, uh, to the neighbor's cabin to say hi and let him know, you know, I saw where this deer went that I believe that they had taken a shot at. And in doing so... Uh, they gave me cigars and beers, 
<laughs> and uh, I noticed a pipe on the table. I said, who's the pipe smoker? And, you know, it was like, you know, one of the guy's fathers, the oldest guy there. Not a lot of new pipe smokers. I think out of all my friends, you're the only other pipe smoker that I'm aware of. Hmm. Oh, no, no, Adam. I was Adam say, doesn't Adam smoke a pipe? He does. Not not very often, but yes. He's actually bought, uh, I think, a pipe or two from me. See that? can't believe you forget yep. who your customers are. I'm sorry, guys. Um, see, I feel like I feel a little different now that I'm here in Virginia. I feel like there are quite a few younger pipe smokers here in Virginia. Like um, hipster pipe smokers, though, that are going to give it up after it's not mm. fashionable to be weird? No, like just legit dudes who just enjoy a pipe. I mean, they're also, well, not all of them. I know two guys that don't like cigars, but they'll smoke a pipe every night. Um, and then I know a few guys that smoke cigars and <laughs> pipes. Whoa, what? Just warming up. Are you ending our episode now? <laughs> I'm warming up for the ending. <laughs> are you bored by this, Manny? It's how long we've we been going. We've been going for 53 Pipes don't last roughly. that long. So, uh, all right, then you have any concluders? <laughs> no, 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 I'm sorry. I'm, I'm no, really no, sorry. Yeah, I don't Please want you, I don't want you to get bored, you know? No, I'm not. You're, what you were saying was great. No, Please yeah, finish it's a, your No, thought. it's okay. You know, I've, I've learned from having two young sons that, you know, when they seem to be bored in the activity, it's important <laughs> to... That way they're interested in that activity later on. It's important to just move on to another activity. You know, you don't want to make them think that every time they, you know, get involved in that activity, they're just going to be bored. Such a good dad, man. You know, you're a great friend, a great father. Yeah. Not to me, obviously. Um, obviously. And I just have so much respect for you. And a terrific smoker as well. Yeah, well, thank you. Thank you for all of those backhanded compliments. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate them. So is that your conclusion? Well, is what an amazing friend and father I am? Yep, and customer. <laughs> yeah, you're an amazing friend because you're so generous. You give me a ton of stuff. Um, you also buy stuff from me, and you answer the phone when I call and give me attention when I ask for it. You're yeah. a great person. Wow, thank you. Hey, I have a, I have a concluding thought. Um, okay. It might be longer than a concluding thought, just to warn you and anyone who might still be listening at this point. I um, do have to pee, but I'm willing to wait. Yeah, I think you'll be okay. You're a grown man. <laughs> All right, so anyways, knowing since this afternoon that we we're going to be smoking a pipe tonight, um, I've been thinking about it quite a bit, and this is kind of just to go back on me being a quote-unquote great father, but uh, tonight there was, at my boys' elementary school, so imagine this, they had a, it's not too early to think about college seminar. Aren't not they in like first grade? Well... Thank you for keeping track, but they're in fifth grade and third grade. <laughs> <laughs> but still, I was like, well, that's a little premature. Uh, and it wasn't for the kids. It wasn't like they were going and like talking to, like, I don't know, to people from different colleges. It was for like parents and kind of like how to prepare your child even now at a young age. Um, and I feel like, don't get me wrong, I, I listened to a few points that were made. And it was a good presentation. Um, but I feel like most of the time I was just like, I can't wait to get out of here and smoke my pipe. <laughs> so maybe I'm not as good as a father as you just uh, portrayed me to be. 
No, that helps. I think smoking makes you a better father. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. How so? Because um, you're more likely to lose your voice and not yell as much oh. as, as much at your kids. That's a good point. Um, you're probably going to die earlier and so save them. They get a hold of my life insurance. for you later in life. <laughs> what? I'll help them out getting my life insurance. <laughs> Show them what not to do. Mm. Hmm. I had a bunch of news about tobacco, but I think it's kind of boring at this point. Apparently, yeah. there was something that passed some some bill they're trying to pass to make it federally uh, mandatory for age twenty one across the U.S. to buy tobacco. Oh, silly! I also saw something proposed, and this is kind of weird. Um, proposing that it be outlawed to. Sorry, that was a big burp. Thank you. It would be outlawed to sell cigars or any tobacco products online what? or through catalog. No. Um, and then so someone, many. some, somebody from Florida spoke up. I'll get her name because she deserves a shout out from here yeah. with all our, you know, listenership. Yeah. They should know. She spoke up. And uh, this was Representative Kathy Castor, Democrat from Florida, proposed an exemption to this bill, saying that premium cigar manufacturers do not market to children. Um, that She says, the FDA's own science underscored our legislative intent. FDA and FDA-funded reports found that traditional handcrafted premium cigars are not marketed to or used by children in any significant way. Although, Poloni immediately opposed the exemption. The New Jersey Democrat, I'll let that speak for itself, said that he'd be open to consider her concern. This is not supposed to be a politics concern. When the issue goes to full committee, if she withdrew her amendment. Hmm. Then he says, and I think you'll immediately hate him. I just heard about this, actually. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. I oppose the gentlewoman's amendment which is, I guess, what you're supposed to call person now. So the gentle <laughs> or representative gentleman? Representative gentlewoman? Kathy Castor is now a gentlewoman. <laughs> so he says, I oppose the gentlewoman's amendment, but I would be open if she would withdraw it and not vote on it at this time to consider her concern when we go to full committee. That sounds so like I don't So this Democrat from New Jersey is trying to... Uh, make it illegal to sell online or through catalog any tobacco products. Mm. Also in the news, chronic smokers who switched from tobacco cigarettes to e-cigarette vapes in a large randomized control trial saw a significant improvement in the markers of heart health after just one month. But people are dropping dead everywhere. Every second. Killing our youth. So I had actually just heard on a, another podcast that I was listening to. Uh, first of all, I've been looking a little bit into, I have not talked to you about this yet, Manny, but Cigar Rights of America. Have you ever checked out their website? No. So it is a group who lobbies for cigar rights. Um, I mean, mostly it's a bunch of advertisements, so I don't know. You know, I think you can donate, you can be a member. But anyways, they, they are lobbying 
for cigar rights. It says right here, 12,455 petitions sent to 116th Congress. Um, HR 1854 sponsors and co-sponsors is 81. I don't know what all that means. But anyways, they are a organization who, who does go and fight in Washington for rights for cigars. And I did hear um, the, I don't know if he's a president or CEO or whatever he is of this organization, was on a podcast talking about that very thing that you were just talking about, about the woman who uh, was, in a sense, just kind of told, like, hey, sit down, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> um, and they didn't really give any thought to what she had to say. Uh, but he was also talking about that the new president of the FDA is a guy from Texas. So this guy who I guess is in Cigar Rights of America and runs Cigar Rights of America was saying that he was very hopeful that at least the new, what would you call that person? Executive something or other? The czar. <laughs> the czar. Um, whoever's running the FDA, who would that be? Whatever their term is. I should know this kind of stuff living here in the area. Uh, the Führer? <laughs> yeah, I think you're just... Now you're just making up big words. Uh, that has a big word. <laughs> um, so anyways, uh, he was talking about how he was seeing that there might be some hope that at least someone in the FDA might be a little more uh, sensible than what we've had in the past. Talking about the commissioner. Is that, was that what they would be called? The commissioner of the FDA? I like Czar and Fuhrer. The Grand Chahi? But... <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what it is. Yeah. So yeah, anyways, something right. to look into. Um, I have been checking out their website. Not that I'm going to give them any money right now. I don't believe in giving money without something in return. Unless it's for charity, of course. They but, have a foundation for every kind of rights. There's knife rights, gun rights. There's probably like tattoo rights. They got cigar rights. Yeah, true. Who knows? Trumpet rights. No, I don't, <laughs> I don't think there are trumpet rights, but I think there should be. <laughs> well, I think that we've ranted long enough, Manny. Uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Don't so, forget, uh, tell us how horrible we are. I welcome it. Yeah, please. Um, yeah, I think that, uh, do you think we'll get another episode in before Thanksgiving? I'd like to. Let's smoke it. Let's pick out a really good cigar and smoke it and chat about it and waste everyone's time. I like it, especially our time. Yeah. Well, let's make it a big one. Oh. Oh, I, I, we'll talk after this. I think I know what cigar we should smoke. All right, real talk. Yep. All right. Well, hey, if you're still listening for some weird reason, thank you and good night or good day or good morning, depending on when you're listening.